0: Could we start by you introducing yourself?
1: Yeah, Mark Jones, traditional owner for the area. I also run a business called Australia Adventures and we live in at one mile.
0: We're on Mingerabar and this is Guantamuca Land is
1: Oh uh, yeah. There's probably a um, name for the island is there's, there's two interpreted names, one Charingari or, or Mingerbar. There's a bit of a difference in location. That's controversial, just like where we are today is controversial at the uh, headland where the um, whale in the, underneath the building is supposed to be
0: displayed. Can you tell our listeners about the Truth Embassy where we're sitting? sitting? Why was it set up on this northeast point of Minjeri
1: So this location where we set up the uh, Quantamooka Truth Embassy on the uh, 31st of January to prevent development on the, um, the 3rd of February to start was organized a, w- a few weeks, I guess, before that we were, we were discussing on how, how we can stop this development of the wild structure and, it, and, it ha- and it's come to this because we've been left out of the whole process of consultation.
0: When you say we have been left out, who, who's that?
1: Oh, the Quantamooka people. There's, there's, a, there's selective processes when KAYAK, the native title rep body, goes through consultation. They, um, they're very selective in who they speak to if they speak to anyone and if you're not supportive of it or even like myself I'm not a member of the corporation uh, our views and opinions just don't get heard or matter they we just they don't come out and speak to us don't consult with us and it's the the people here putting up that that challenge back to them
0: what does kayak q y a c stand for Kwanamuka Yulu Kuanamukulubri Aboriginal Corporation and that was set up for what 2011
1: to and I guess the importance word is to manage our native title rights and interests. That's it. That's it. Don't go outside of that. Don't go into business economics. Don't go into land management. Just manage our native title rights and interests. And they will say, well, that's what funding businesses and managing the land is. Well, for me, it's not.
0: Uh, native title has been granted by the Federal Court, I understand? Yep, 2011. There was a bit of a dispute during that process.
1: I... Yeah, there was. Um, the genealogy report was putting on and removing families. They let, took off one family and left on, the, on particular reasons that the lawyers determined would not meet the requirement, of, I guess, of some process, but then they leave another family on there that's got the same criteria. And we're still, to this day, arguing that point.
0: So did you actually oppose native title? Yeah. So you, you were arguing for sovereignty?
1: Anything better than native title.
0: Of yeah. course, you have um, would have heard and read about the Uluru Statement. seems to be a way of incorporating Aboriginal people's views in the Constitution. They've been excluded since Federation.
1: Yeah, that looks like it's been a bit of a fizzer they've done all that work got money to do it and then now it's just not even being recognised in parliament but in saying that there was no consultation here so this again the that model on how people have taken working with the people consulting with people is exactly the same model that happens here with prescribed body corporates they don't go out far enough into the community to talk to the people they go there to talk to selective people that support whether it be Native Title or the Uluru Statement. They don't want to hear the opposite, the opposing views of that because that doesn't get them to where they want to be.
0: The Uluru Statement, it did represent a coming together of some type, though, didn't it? And it offered uh, a shared history.
1: That history is already there. Yep. People know their history. Yeah, they, they've come together, but they've come together to drive the Uluru Statement. Lacking depth of consultation. Like they can go and tell us how many people they consulted with, but... What locations did they go to as well. And the people out there again can't speak on behalf of who they come, where they come from. Because again, there is still a divide in our community. There's a divide here, right here in this community, because we can't work out as as a collective what is our culture in moving forward. Everyone's got a different view, opinion and belief on what it is. And we're not and we'll still remain divided until we sit down and talk about what's going to be our culture moving forward.
0: Is culture a developing thing?
1: It's yep. changing and evolving. It's evolving, um, continually evolving but the, the core things to our culture is the values and principles and beliefs that, that hold on to integrity truth, trust, there's, there's core values in it. Everyone knows what's wrong or right and that's where it gets very hazy on whats what it is because of views and opinions but also what's happened over history the divide that's been caused since the mission the removal and the introductions of government policies, legislation and alcohol being a big, big factor in all that uh, the religious sector being another factor of values so we've had these influences that have torn apart the basis of our our customs, traditions and practices of our culture, which we haven't, we're not stopping to rectify what that actually is. We have so-called leadership, they're leading on their, their values and beliefs.
0: We're sitting here right on the edge of the Pacific Ocean, looking out to where the whales pass every year. Can you describe what your belief is about the cultural significance of this place? So this
1: what, what I've and I've, I've only listened to other people I've never had my parents or grandparents talk about it but I've just from uh, my cousin's knowledge handed down to them on this area is about the sacred area of the men's business area and listening to other people talk about it too has nothing to do with a whale the whale is just a, an animal that is a part of our, our ecosystem. Give it respect for what it is, like we do other animals. But the hold for me, it holds no sacred or totem belief or connectedness to our people. It's more the dolphin is more important than the, the whale, long and turtle for food source. Mullet, that they're, they're our kid That's our key stuff that we've grown up with, even to this day. That the logos that the organisations that have been set up in the 70s, the Housing co moved into the uh, 80s and 90s with the Medical Centre, the Le- Quantamooka Lands Council, all had two specific emblems on their um, logo, and that was a carpet snake and a dolphin, and that was back in the 70s, 80s and 90s. No mention of whale.
0: In the early 70s, I came here, Ujuru conducted some educational things for school kids and also for people that going to teachers college. She mentioned the importance of uh, the dolphin and described how the dolphin helped people actually do the fishing and uh, the strong relationship that they developed in a cooperation of uh, people were feeding from the fish and so were the dolphin. I believe her totem was the rainbow serpent, do you know much about that?
1: No, I don't. Not not about that cap stuff. The dolphin is. You can ask the generations of the dolphin seems to be the main story that's been handed down because of its importance of pushing that that mullet the shore for feed and the relationship our people had with that dolphin. Mm. Um, Gone us a majority of people in our community, the the old the old people and the. That are here and the the younger ones and that they can repeat that story about that dolphin or the the importance of that dolphin. Mm. And this is why we sit here today: is that the the controversial thing about the whale is no no one can tell us about that whale as as strong as they do the dolphin. What and the question is: so why?
0: Yesterday I went to Amity. There is a a place there where there's a scar tree. There's a a sculpture of dolphins, and then there's the sea eagle above it on, on top of a stand a big stand, it's a sort of a, a um, an attempt to explain the significance of uh, that that place and those animals it had an inscription there which was it seemed to have been organised by Kayak, they seemed to have recognised what you're saying is would you say that's
1: oh not what Dom's saying, it's just what the people have said over many years, is that the connectedness to those particular animals and the story to it. Again, just just on a personal level, because I'm I'm in run that tourism business. For for me, the authenticity behind that, for people to come and just observe, is a concrete monument, no different to a museum, no different to a cultural centre. Um, if people want to come and see them things, in they they're more than welcome to look at them and try and understand. But to get the the authentic component of custom and culture is go on a a tour with an Aboriginal person from the area because that's what people are after and that's what people are looking for being a part of, being in in the process of being with and doing something with Aboriginal people. I sort of don't agree with those types of structures because the real thing is what the people want to see.
0: So is what you're saying is this place here is recognized as an iconic tourist destination. The proposal to put a whale, a structure on this headland, they seem to be attempting to put a tourist installation on something that's already an iconic tourist place.
1: That's the negative of it all. Putting a sea creature on land and and more disturbing the skeleton of that creature to market tourism, for tourism, is just stupid. To be honest, I don't know what they, what people were thinking, what they're thinking, and that that becomes comes back to the foundation of being raised. What values and beliefs was you was you raised with, and, and ha, have what you've held on to, because that type of monument brings nothing for me, and for the people that are here disputing the the erection of a building and putting a skeleton in here of a whale actually belongs back into
0: the ocean. That's its home. I read an article written by another Mark actually describing how the whale got here and he described that he saw it from the headland here and it had a lot of uh, parasites on it. It was in real distress. It came down onto main beach where it was pounded. He describes then how there was a, a burial of the whale behind the, the dunes here on Main Beach um, that the mining company provided some equipment to dig a hole in, because it's a massive creature, to put it in the ground. And that was done according to Aboriginal p- protocols uh, that the people, elders were consulted and they said, you know, this is what should be done. But then, someone decided we're going to dig this up and yeah. you think well, well, what's happening here you've got people who are who've already fought for and won at least the the ability to say what should happen what's the best thing for that creature now that it's died uh, it's buried and then someone else comes along and digs it up what what's going on there all I can
1: put it down to is there's egos involved that's why we're at the stage where we are yep they they made a protocol in burying it and that's where it should stay so so why dig it up so they what they've actually done is they performed a process of what the non-indigenous people did with our people and then put out, put the bones into a museum for display. They, the people there now in those museums are now repatriating these bones, stones, and artifacts back to the right people. So why wasn't that left in the ground? Mm. These are the questions comes back to, so what were their values and beliefs? Mm. Total failures. Mm. And it's all about their ego of making a mark in the community about something sadly enough it's just the wrong mark that they made in, in, mar- in promoting and marketing a, the a death of, a, a, parti- of a, a an animal that come from the water them, them people there, Kayak and their representatives stating that it was a positive omen and like I just seen photos the other day of it, and videos of it and, and it's horrendous the, the sight of seeing that whale the way it was that they can talk about it in a in a positive um, way.